GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and I am joined by someone who uh, I think should wear more fur-lined coats. <laughs> Hovercraft Joe. Uh, what is up, uh, LPJ? Uh, the coat game in this movie is very strong. Everyone has fancy coats. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we're here uh, tonight, today, whenever you're listening, to talk about Triple uh, X. Obviously, from way, that opening. Obviously, Triple yeah. X. Well, well, everyone knows it's no, it's known for its coats. Which, by the way, if you're looking for it, it's lowercase x, uppercase x, lowercase x. Do not. You know, like search triple X and you, you know, by itself. No, please, you can do that. You can just search triple X uh, and let us like, know what you come I, up with. I will tell you this I made the mistake earlier of when I was doing my searching for it and, you know, getting my notes ready, searching for the gross of the movie, and I typed in XXX gross. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, res- the results I got were questionable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. can't even imagine what. Yeah, what? I did not stay. In, I did not stay in that too long. I immediately was like, "XXX film gross," and then I, <laughs> I solved the problem. But um, oh, that's so, good. So yeah, we're here to talk about the Vin Diesel classic film from 2002, Triple X. It was released on August 9th of 2002. Um, what 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 do you? What's your background with this LBJ? What do you what, what do you got on Triple X? Well, I first of all. We were excited to go and see it. Uh, I, this is on the tales of the the first Fast and Furious movie. Um, we had watched Spider Man, and the trailer was on Spider Man. I remember the trailer being during, <laughs> on the Spider Man movie. Um, we were thoroughly excited to see this because it seemed like such a crazy, ridiculous film, and we saw it, I believe, opening night. That sounds about right. I, I would I would believe that. Um... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, like, I, I I, remember seeing it when we saw it in the theaters, and I feel like I've seen it maybe a handful of times since, and I haven't revisited it in a while. This is actually a movie that somebody on the Discord brought up, and we were kind of like, yeah, we, we haven't covered this movie, so let's let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, this was my first full viewing in, in years and years and years and years. Uh, so this movie has a budget of $88 million. It has a domestic gross of $142 million and a worldwide gross of $277 million. So pretty big success. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, and it, it goes on to be a franchise. There's two more of these movies, but only one of them has Vin Diesel in it. <laughs> one other one. There's two. Two that have Vin two, Diesel. Uh, there's two other movies in the franchise, yep. but he's only in one of the correct, sequels. Correct, correct, correct. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I understand saying uh, that. I, I've never seen the second one, uh, State of the Union, with Ice Cube. I haven't seen either of the other two. Ooh, I have seen Return of Xander Cage. So, uh, anyways, um, so Rotten Tomatoes on this is forty nine percent, and it has an audience score of fifty eight percent, which I actually yeah. thought the audience score might be a little higher. 
Um, top grossing movies of 2002. Number one, as you mentioned, is Sam Raimi's original Spider-Man film. Uh, number two is The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. And number three is Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Uh, pretty big hitters there for your top three movies of 2002. Yeah, that was a big year for movies in general. Like, O2 is pretty huge. Well, this movie, Triple uh, X, comes in 15th in the domestic box office. Uh, other movies that we have covered on this podcast from 2002 are number 12, Die Another Day, number 21, the Born Identity and number thirty-two, Blade Two. Yep. Good. So I, I sometimes with these years, I'm like, oh, we haven't done anything in that year. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, okay. Cast of this film, uh, we mentioned Vin Diesel playing uh, Xander Cage or Triple X. Um, Samuel Jackson playing Gibbons, who's kind of like I don't know. He's basically just kind of like Nick Fury. Yeah, he's Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Yeah, or he's he's supposed to be. I mean, we'll get into this, but obviously, like this movie is very, in a way, very James Bondy. Oh, uh, very it's much. So. It's definitely playing on the tropes of James Bond movies. So he's kind of like the M of of this franchise, if you will. Yeah. Um, you got uh, Asia Argento as Elena. Yep. Um, Martin Sarkis. Do you want to I say? I don't, do you want me to say that one for you? Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything else he's been in, so. Oh, he's he's a character actor. He shows up. He just kind of shows up in a lot of things. Like, um, uh, he was in Born Supremacy. He was in. Okay. Um, Trying to think of things he would know. I'm looking at his thing now. Okay. Uh, he's 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 in, in two of the three Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. All right. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, just... Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Oh, a movie we've done on the podcast. Yep. Um, also, Danny Danny Trejo shows up in this movie for a bit, as does Eve. Uh, rap star Eve shows up. Um, and there's some other... Oh, and uh, then it's Cameo City. Like, yeah, uh, Tony Hawk. So, Matt well, Hoffman, I believe. Matt, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, all right, so we should probably paint the picture here. Or at least I'll paint it for you. So it's, it's 2001, <laughs> 2002, right? Everything that's huge right now is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, the X Games, um, anything extreme-related, punk music, like pop-punk music. Uh, all that stuff is huge. So they grabbed a bunch of you know, X Games athletes and personalities, all of whom were on – do you remember the show um, Tony Hawk's Gigantic Skate Park Tour? No. You don't remember that? Wow. No. But anyway, so there's this there's this Tony Hawk's Gigantic Skate Park tour. It was kind of a reality show where they would just follow around Tony Hawk. And so all of the guys that are in this were in Tony Hawk's Gigantic Skate Park tour. Oh, really? So they, they were all guys that just traveled with him and did all these skate park shows with him. Oh, so okay. like Mike Vallely is in it, Matt Hoffman, Carrie Hart. Uh, uh, who else am I missing? There's like five or six guys all from that that were all in this. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I obviously I knew Matt Hoffman and Tony Hawk. Yep. The other ones, you know, I did not. But um, anyone else that you feel like you need to mention? Uh, Rammstein. <laughs> <laughs> they're in this. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, they're in it very early on. Yeah, they are. And and their uh, sound, their music is kind of speckled throughout. Um, yeah. No, that's about it. Okay. Uh, let's do a few uh, net worths. 
Um, let's start with Asia Argento. Uh, I literally can't think of anything else she was in. So she's, what do you think? For well, her? she's not in really anything anymore because she is problematic. Okay. Uh, she's not dead, though. She's not dead. I don't know how much we want to talk about her, but we'll move on. Uh, yeah. I'll say $15 million. Only $1 million okay. for That's, Asia Argento. Seems about right. Okay, next up, Samuel L. Jackson, who's been on this podcast a number of times. Yep. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet original Jurassic Park. Hold on to your butts money. What do you think for Samuel Jackson? He's got that sweet, sweet changing lanes money. Get it? Ben Affleck? You, you said better luck next time. I own that movie on DVD, and I don't know why. Anyways. I don't know why either. Uh, $150 million. Uh, $250 million for Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, and uh, Vin Diesel. What do you think for Vin Diesel, who's got that sweet, sweet doing the voice of Groot money in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies? He's got that sweet, sweet, just had an argument with Justin Lin, and now Justin Lin is not directing Fast 10. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go $200 million. $225 million. Okay. Um, And then just for fun, because I wanted to throw someone else on here, I looked up Tony Hawk's net worth. Uh, what do you think for Tony Hawk? He's got that sweet, sweet show that I don't remember that you were talking about for like 20 minutes money. What do you think? He's got that sweet, sweet documentary that just came out called uh, Till the Wheels Fall Off. Uh, yeah, I saw that. It's on really HBO good. I, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my watch Oh, list. it's really good. Um, I'll say $250 million. Mm, Only $140 million okay. for uh, – but I mean only, only, only $140 Still a lot considering dollars. he's gone bankrupt twice, so – Oh geez, uh, I figure you did that all that sweet, sweet uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater money, but oh, eventually, yeah. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. Um, okay, so this movie is directed by Rob Cohen. Uh, Rob Cohen uh, famously directed the original Fast and Furious movie. Um, he's directed some other stuff. Well, he's another one who doesn't direct things anymore. <laughs> oh jeez. All right. Well, we don't have to get into all their personal lives on this. Well, th- that's saying- this is this is where it kind of started. So this okay. is the movie where it sort of started for him. So he's accused, he was accused of drugging and um, assaulting Asia Argento. Right. So he now is not directing anymore. She later on got accused of sort of doing the same thing to a 17-year-old co-star that she had like 10 years later than this. So she's no longer doing anything. Yeah, just bringing the house down with that one. (laughs) Eek. So, yeah, Um, this movie's kind of problematic for that stuff. Yeah, okay. Well, we touched on it. We don't have to get into it anymore. Uh, But but regardless, he did direct the original Fast and Furious. He did. Um, Okay. So, uh, it's written by Rich Wilkes, who I don't know anything about that guy. Um, And the music is by Randy Edelman, and it's unremarkable. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. The music's by Randy Edelman, who wrote maybe the greatest theme song of all time. What's that? He wrote the theme song to MacGyver. Oh, did he? Yes. He's like, he, Randy Edelman does a lot of good music. This is not one of his best, but um, yeah, he did like, I think he wrote the theme to NBC Sports. He wrote all kinds of stuff. Like He actually does do good movies. Um, oh, okay. Well, Dragonheart, While You Were Sleeping, Billy Madison, uh, Angels in the Outfield, Last of the Mohicans. He did the music for Last of the Mohicans. 
Okay, all right. That that's legit. Uh, one of our marching band shows. <laughs> yep. He did the American music Frontiers. from the, He did the music from the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. All right. Well, that only that's something only you care about. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so he's good and MacGyver. So there we go. Okay. Um, taglines. Two of them. First one. If you want someone to save the world, make sure it's someone who likes the world as it is. Um, which I think is a line from the movie. I think you're right. And then the second one is a new breed of secret agent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Which Fine. and that makes sense because really this is this is like the updated extreme sports version of James American version of James Bond. Right. Right, 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 right. And that's like I, I don't want to get into it too much until we kind of do our like review because sure. like I'm really my opinion on this movie is torn between like two things. Okay. But I'll but I'll save it for kind of like okay when we get into that. Sure. Um, is there anything um, specifically you wanted to talk about? Any of the stuff you saw that you want to talk about before we get into the plot, or um, do you just want to get into that and then we'll we'll kind of talk about anything else afterwards? Let's just get into the plot because there's really not a lot. This movie came together very quickly as far mm-hmm. as like the idea for it, the concept of it, the casting of it, like it. It kind of started with Fast and Furious, and they had this idea for the movie, for this movie. It was originally going to be with somebody else who I'll talk about during rule reversals. Um, mm-hmm. But then, which is insane. I which saw that blew too. My mind. I, like, there's no. It's way. so confusing. Anyways, <laughs> um, but then you know, Rob Cohen works with Neil Moritz, who produced and wrote the first Fast and Furious movie, and. Vin Diesel, and then the three of them get together and like, oh, we've got this script. Let's put Vin Diesel in it and um, make it extreme sports and James Bond and kick this thing out, and and it works. So that's it's kind of came together very quickly. Gotcha. Okay, so this movie starts off uh, where we get like a classic like James Bond like looking spy dude. He like zip lines down and he like kicks some dude and he steals like some kind of like device off him. Yep. Uh, and then he starts getting chased and he walks into a Rammstein concert, like right off the bat. And he does not fit in. Uh, he, he stands out. He's wearing a tuxedo. Everyone else is, you know, these cla- classic, like early two thousands, like they're rocking oh, out and this, he doesn't fit. This movie is definitely of the era. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, without that's, question. Yes, it is. It, it is very dated. That is one of my points about it, um, but we'll, we'll discuss it more. So anyways, so he is trying to get away from these guys. <laughs> I do kind of like this bit. He, like, gets on the front of the stage, and one of the bad guys just, like, snipes him, shoots him, and he dies, and he falls backwards. Yeah. And he's just being, crowd like, surfing. crowd surf. <laughs> they don't, yeah. Um, and then they recover <laughs> the device, which the funny thing is, gun to my head right now, I could not tell you what that thing was that he recovered what specifically it was like, I know what the bad guy's plan was, but I don't remember what specifically that little device was. That was the chemical composition they needed to make. Oh, silent night. It was silent night. Yeah. Yes. Because that, that was the thing. So we go to it. We, after that scene, we go, we go to an NSA facility. We're introduced to Samuel Jackson. Um, and yeah, that's the thing is that, uh, it, it was a, the composition for a, a Soviet like chemical weapon called silent night. Right. And it was stolen. That group is called anarchy 99. That's right. like the, the main group of the bad guys. They were like former <laughs> Soviet soldiers, I think is what yeah. it is. Yep. Essentially. Okay. So then we cut to Sacramento, California. We're introduced to Vin Diesel. He steals some like Senator's car 
from a country club uh, and drives it off a bridge. Hold you on, like hold he's... on. We got to back up. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. You're glossing over a lot here. He okay. steals the Corvette from uh, from some senator whose first name is Dick, which we hear quite a bit, uh, who was a who is lobbying against video games, right? So Triple right. X, Xander Cage, Vin Diesel, whatever you want to call him, steals the car. They pull it off the side of the road and then attach like six cameras to it, <laughs> like a bunch of different video cameras. So they yeah, can film true. him because he's going to do uh, the Xander Zone, which is like his. <laughs> That's true. I forgot. I his web show. Says, yeah, the Xander Zone. Yeah, the Xander okay. Zone. So he's doing his, and and this is, it's kind of interesting seeing this because he does this, you know, almost reality TV of his own, um, which is something we see people do all the time now. But this was kind of revolutionary then in 2002 because there wasn't really, you know, broadband internet had just kind of come out youtube wasn't around um people just sort of passed videos along to each other you know via word of mouth um so this is kind of groundbreaking as far as what he was doing uh but yeah he basically is (laughs) well i mean it was groundbreaking as far as like the concept of his show like now it's commonplace everybody has a I'm just giving you some shit, LPJ. Everyone's everyone's got a vlog, just like everyone has a podcast. I I just didn't know. I just didn't ever think I'd hear the words groundbreaking in the movie Triple X in the same sense. Well, that's that's fair. Um, but yeah, so then he hosts the Xander Zone while he's stealing this car, explaining why he stole it from Dick, who he says, you know, he says yeah, Dick a quite lot a bit, of times. Dick, uh, and he really emphasizes it. Oh, super, super hard on the Dick. Um, and then uh, he drives the car off of the bridge, <laughs> jumps out of the car, and parachutes safely to land while crashing the car and destroying it in the river below. Yeah, and uh, I, you would be remiss if you didn't mention that while he's parachuting, they start playing "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor." They did. Yeah, it was a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of um, that. So, uh, yeah. So, and one of the people that picks him up is Tony Hawk, wearing like sunglasses. Yes. Um. So they go back and they have a party at Vin Diesel's place and like everyone's there. That's where you get like Matt Hoffman talking to him. Uh, the NSA busts in. They break all the windows and they like shoot him with a trank and knock him out. He wakes up. Uh, he's in a diner and like you get the thing where he starts noticing. Like, he's like looking really hard. He's noticing all these weird things. And then like it seems like the place is being robbed, but it was like he stops him from being robbed, but it was actually all a setup. It was like a test by Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. And like Vin, Vin Diesel's like, I knew it was a setup the whole time because this guy's a stockbroker and he's reading the Financial Times on Sunday. And this lady's a waitress and she's wearing high heels and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So then he's like, okay, you passed the first test. And then they knock him out again with a, <laughs> with a drink dart. Yep. Uh, and he, w- he wakes up in a plane. Uh, they, they, him and two other guys that look a lot like him. They're like bald. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is like, it, they might as well be a stunt doubles. Yeah. It, you like when they get pulled out of the plane, like they, they drop him on the ground. But that's when he says, I live for this shit. And then yeah. he like gets whipped out of the plane. Um, so they're in Columbia. Uh, um, and the one dude's really excited and he starts like, there's like, cause it's like a big, like uh, cocaine field or whatever you call it. I don't know. And he starts like putting all the drugs in his pockets and stuff. (laughs) It's like, like, whatever happened to that guy? We never really find out. Uh, he, anyways, we'll catch up with him again in a minute. He died. Yeah. He got killed. 
No, I didn't think he got killed. Yeah. I last they showed him was he was running off of the bag of co- but the thing of brick of cocaine. But anyways, so they get captured, uh, and that's when Danny Trejo shows up. And I like the little bit because they all they all think it's still like a fake scenario. So yes. they're all like they're kind of like just being like, oh, you know, like giving them shit and stuff because they don't think it's real. Uh, but then it turns out it is real, and like these helicopters show up and start like shooting the shit out of the place. And that's when the one guy just, like, takes off with a bag of cocaine. Uh, and the one guy's injured, and so Vin Diesel's like, <laughs> okay, he's like, hey, stay here, I'll go find us some wheels. And he doesn't seem like he runs that very far away from the guy. No. He, fi- com- he literally goes a- maybe a hundred yards to a shed. Yeah, and he conveniently finds a dirt bike, right? And then he starts driving the dirt bike, and I swear it takes him, like... <laughs> 20 minutes to get back to where this guy was. Yes. He takes <laughs> he, the long way around. And I do like the fact that like my note says, how does he get this bike to jump so high? He seemingly like without ramps and stuff, just gets the bike to jump. Yep. Super high. It's pretty funny. Although like we're making fun of it, but I do kind of like this as an action sequence. I oh, like totally. some of the explosions, like when he jumps over that big building and it like explodes and stuff yeah, like that. That like, actually, I was reading, that's the first time that stunt's ever been attempted. Like, no one's ever done that kind of stunt before. Well, they said that, and I don't think he did that one, but they did say that Vin Diesel did a lot of his own stunts. Yeah, I read read the, uh, one of the quotes was, uh, he did um, less stunts than he wanted to, but far more than he should have. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So Samuel Jackson shows up again and Vin Diesel's like, yeah, I don't want to do this. And he's basically like, hey, uh, yeah, if you don't do this, I'm going to send you to prison. So he's like, oh, OK, I guess I'll do it because they want him. They, they basically the the whole conceit, I guess, is that they need because they're like the typical normal James Bond secret agent. Like he sticks out to these guys. So they got to get somebody to in with these sure. guys to figure out what's going on. So they need somebody from the outside. And well, that whole opening you know. scene is a metaphor for this whole movie. It's the, the uptight secret agent goes into the club, um, sticks out like a sore thumb and immediately gets killed. Right. So just so like that's the why they want. So they send, they send Vin Diesel to Prague um, he meets up with uh, the, the two Ivans and this other guy who works for Czech secret police right. who they don't get along. Uh, they go to one of the clubs that Anarchy 99 owns. He's wearing his fancy coat. Um, I like how he gets in good with the bad guys by pointing out the cop to them. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, you got you got a cop in your club. Um, uh, so he, he goes in. I guess I'm kind of confused about what anarchy 99 does because like they're like okay they do a lot of stuff but like vin diesel's like hey i need cars from you and i guess i didn't realize that like that was one of their main lines of business is like stealing cars or whatever well it's they're like um they're like a like like a like a black market of sorts so you ask them for things and they go and acquire it and then you pay whatever premium kind of like uh the evil uh slick back hair Jean-Claude Van Damme and Double Impact. Exactly. 100%. That's it. Ex- spot on. Spot on. Ex- except like he could probably get you cognac faster. Anyways. Probably. Um so uh he gets all this information cuz it turns out one of the bad guys like I like that he's supposed to be like a secret agent but they're like, "Hey, you're Xander Cage, aren't you? We yeah. watch your videos." <laughs> um so he gets all these informations and then most importantly he gets like the bank account number and I like Samuel Jackson's kind of impressed with them. I mean, realistically, um, if he wasn't Xander Cage, 
he would have failed this mission easily. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so then, like, Samuel Jackson's impressed, so then he sends uh, uh, low-rent Q <laughs> oh, to yeah. meet up with him, and low-rent Q, Q meets up with him in Prague, uh, and he gives him some stuff. He gives him, like, a gun that has all these different, like, bullets. Like, one of them's, like, a Trank bullet. One's, like, a bullet that, like, make it's, makes it, it's, like, a blood spatter. It makes it look like you got shot, but you didn't. Yeah. There's, like, explosive rounds, and then there's actual shells. Um, he gives them, <laughs> oh, he gives them those binoculars that have like a, uh, x-ray, x-ray vision, mode. Yeah. And then he gives them like basically a thing of like explosives that are like, look like band-aids. Yeah. They stick on explosives. Yep. Right. Uh, so, uh, Vin Diesel gets the car, the car, they get the cars for Vin Diesel. The money gets transferred. Uh, one of the cars that he got for himself, what is it? It's like a GTO or yeah, something. Yeah. It's a sweet GTO. It is a sweet car. Which um, I was reading. That is the actually the original paint, the original paint on that. Like the car was in perfect condition body wise, and uh, like they just had to fix up the interior. Oh, really? Which is it crazy. is a sweet. It is a sweet car. Um, I wonder if it was was it that car that was it the same car when they like took the hood off it at the end of the movie or? Oh, I don't know. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a well, car. I mean, I, I don't know if it was well, the exact same car, but it's right. the same. It was the same model. Okay. So anyway, so when he's getting the cars, like that uh, police guy is like spying on him him and like messes everything up. Uh, So they go after him and Vin Diesel like shoots him with that, the fake bullet, the one that makes it look like you got killed. Right. Uh, But, but doesn't really. So they're all like, Hey man, you're cool. You killed this cop. You can hang out with us. Come to the club tonight. And they go to this club that seems to has a lot of like just free flowing electricity. It seems pretty dangerous. Yeah, it is uh, not a safe club for a lot of reasons. Um, yes. And the bad guys want uh, Vin Diesel to join Anarchy 99 at this point. I do have a note that says this club they're at seems like my nightmare. <laughs> it's very loud music and it's it, it lot does of not seem fun to me. A lot of people. Um, so then they take back they take Vin Diesel back to their hideout, which is like a mansion slash castle, I guess they're in. It's a castle, yeah. Um, and they for some reason they're like, Hey, you're gonna stay here now, and they give Vin Diesel a room and he goes in there and there's some like uh random lady like doing a sexy dance on the bed and like he's like the things I'm gonna do for my country and then they like <laughs> he up. walks in, he's like, Guess I'll fuck this chick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like bone zone from <laughs> random lady. <laughs> so okay so then like it's like the next morning and vin diesel catches uh asia argento who's elena and this like kind of like messing around with the safe in there and yeah. then he's like uh okay let's go get lunch or breakfast or something and then also somebody calls yorgi who's the main bad guy yorgi and tells him that vin diesel is an american agent um so they're like having um lunch at some fancy place that she she he's like oh yeah i'm like a secret agent i like that little bit where she kind of laughs when he's like i'm a secret agent i work for the nsa um one of the bad guys is like a sniper and he's like there to like kill vin diesel yeah he's Um, the one that and he's in love with uh, asia argento yes but vin diesel escapes because he like uses a like serving tray to block some bullets and then grinds down a rail on it (laughs) oh my god yes (laughs) so (laughs) So he meets with Samuel Jackson again and Samuel Jackson's like, all right, you go home. I'm just going to send in a sweeper team and kill everyone and be done with it. 
But Vin Diesel's like, no, like Elena's good. She wants to get out. Like you can't. And he's like, I don't care. Go home. But um, Vin Diesel doesn't. <laughs> he breaks back into the mansion. I like how they have to like they had to show off like all his different extreme abilities because he basically like r- free rock climbs up yes. the side of the wall. Um, uh, and then he like sneaks into the basement, which is where all the like the, the crux of their plan is that they're making this solar powered submarine called Ahab and they're putting that silent night uh, bioweapon on it and they're going to have it drive all around and fire these like missiles full of the toxin into different cities like in around the world and kill like tons and tons of people. Right. Uh, and then, then there's that like, so like, and then there's that like, I f- totally forgot about this crazy bit where he like, all the scientists are like, yeah, we did it. And then he like locks him in the room and he kills all of them with a silent night. He had, he had to test it. He had to make sure. Yeah. Well, um, so I, and then I do like, um, so Vin Diesel gets caught and he's escaping and he like gets on a motorcycle and he's driving away and he like, he goes to jump, which I don't know how he jumps so high. He jumps so high, and then he does, like, a seat grab yeah. just so he can, like, shoot this guy. <laughs> they really – they shoehorned in so much extreme stuff in here, extreme sports stuff as they could. I, I am so surprised that he didn't skateboard at some point. Well, I was thinking about this. This is the thought I had. It's like, okay, so conceivably, like, yeah, he knows extreme sports or whatever – He's not a spy. He doesn't get any formal training. Whatever. He's in these situations. But he, like, he seems very casually okay with just murdering a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. And I feel like that's like if Tony Hawk started, like, you gave Tony Hawk a gun. And it's like, okay, boom, boom, boom. Like, he's very okay with just murdering people for someone whose occupation is, like, of extreme sports video star. Yeah. I, it's It's wild. Like, it's wild to think, like... He's just, yeah, I'm just going to kill this guy. <laughs> he kills a lot of people. Indiscriminately at, at times. I mean, he throws, I mean, I guess even before he shoots that guy, he throws the one guy off the side of the, when he rock climbs up, he yeah. throws the guy. He just throws him off the kills, cliff. He kills a lot of people. And he seems fine with it. Um, so he, because he put a bunch of those um, the, 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 the bandage bombs on, like, all the cars and motorcycles, and he blows them all up, including yeah. the one guy who was his big fan who was following him on the motorcycle, and he's, like, in the air, and he yeah, blows it Yeah, he up. straight up waits, looks at him, blows him up. <laughs> like, <laughs> looks him in good. the eyes, like, hey, thanks for being a fan, kaboom. So then he goes back to his house, and, like, the secret police guy who they don't get along, he's like, ha-ha, now I'm working for the bad guys, and I'm going to kill you. And I'm the one who told him that you were an agent. But then uh, Yelena shows up and shoots him. And she's there with the Ivan. She's like, hey, I'm actually Russian intelligence. And I've been undercover with him for two years. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot, lot of double agents here. So Vin Diesel and uh, Yelena, I guess they're like, hey, we're going we're gonna to take down Yorgi because, like, they think that he's going to get the boat going faster than they're going to have time to like take him down or something. Right. I, I don't know. So then he goes, he goes and meets with low rent Q in the, in the Czech police. Uh, the Czech police seem very on board to help him. I'm not sure why. Uh, I also like, he yeah. brings the GTO. He Go. brings the GTO and just like a gigantic pile of like weapons and missiles. He's like, I want all this in there. Yeah. Yeah. The Czech police, he walks in and the Czech police are like, 
Guess he's in charge now. <laughs> yeah, because he divide. He's like, well, we got. It's like we can't assault the base until we knock out their communications. So, lady who I looked at with X-ray vision earlier in the movie can fly a plane. I'm gonna jump out of the plane on the snowboard, snowboard down. I'm gonna start an avalanche to take out the communication tower. Um, oh, then I'm gonna jump. Go ahead. Just go. Just go ahead. Well, he jumps and he grabs onto the like communication tower. The avalanche goes all past him. But somehow the avalanche doesn't take out the communication tower? I mean, does it knock it over? It's still standing straight up? <sighs> Joe. Hovercraft Joe. What do you want me, I don't know what you want me to call him. I'm a little exasperated. Yeah. Why does he even need to be there? Why don't they just shoot a missile or something <laughs> at the avalanche? Uh, to drop those grenades that he throws out of the plane onto the mountain and just let the avalanche do its thing. Him being there was completely inconsequential. The avalanche was going to come anyway. Well, they have to they have to show that he can snowboard. It's another extreme thing he's good at. So anyways, so he gets um he gets captured after this and like Yorgi's going to kill him, but then like that's when all the cops show up and like start uh attacking the mansion and they're like Yorgi's gonna launch Ahab the sub and they're like we gotta get him and like there's that funny little bit where Vin Diesel even though he's already murdered a bunch of people doesn't know they turned the safety off on the gun yeah <laughs> um he launches uh Ahab into the water um the sniper guy uh Vin Diesel kills him with a <laughs> heat seeking missile <laughs> because he's because he's smoking that's why yeah, he's, yes yeah. because a heat seeking missile can pick up a tiny cigarette Heat signature. Did you see that that thing that he shoots him with was just like a it's video, just a video camera? camera. You, could, you could see but, it. You could tell it was. <laughs> but he kills him. He's like, I told him those things would kill him. <laughs> I like your Vin Diesel. It's good. Oh, thanks. Um, so, like, uh, Yorgi is, like, trying to get away, but Vin Diesel, like, is an expert marksman now and, like, shoots him from very far away with the machine gun. And then his boat crashes into a wall and he blows up. So it's like, all right, Yorgi's dead, but we still got to catch Ahab. Just at that point, Lil Rent Q sh- shows up with the GTO, and they chase after it uh, to get caught up to the um, to Ahab. Uh, and they're like, hey, maybe we should just blow it up. And even though the virus will get released, this is Samuel L. Jackson talking, they'll still be um, – it'll take out one city and not ten. But uh, they catch up to it. There's, for some reason, a harpoon gun is one of the things in the car. And so he, like, takes the parachute from the car – and he shoots the harpoon gun onto it, and he's kind of like parasailing behind it. And he catches. Did you see the stunt guy got killed while they were filming that? Yeah, I did. And it was on the second take. Yeah, they used the first. So like they did it, and it was good. And then they did it again, and the guy died. Yeah. And they used the first take. Well, anyways, they, they can't use the second take. The guy died well, while I know, while it was like, happening. They, the stunt if failed. They got, if they got it on the first take, they should just win with it. Well, um, coverage. They so, need coverage. So, uh, oh, yeah, and also I forgot before he uh, parasails out to it, he's like, I wish I had a video camera. This is going to be one hell of a trick. <laughs> and essentially what you're, he does you're is. Vin Diesel is getting more and more exaggerated. Yeah, it's, got, it's it. gotten, it was the first couple times I did it, it was, it was okay. It's gotten worse. Um, so, but, oh, also we should say one of the things they talk about, like Silent Night, for some reason, one of the things like Deep Water. <laughs> Yeah, cancels it, just, it out. It just can't. It can't. It can't handle deep water. It's not a strong swimmer. So he gets on there and it's getting ready to fire a missile. So he takes the missile, 
turns it upside down so it's pointing down, and then when it fires, it pushes uh, Ahab down into the water and explodes, thus ending the threat. And they're like, oh, no, is they think Vin Diesel's dead, but he's not. He's fine. He's just a little chilly, it seems like. He's, uh, he's super cold. Like, Yeah, he's very cold, very exaggerated. Like, you haven't been in the water that long. Um, and then, like, the end of the movie is, like, a classic, another, like, James Bond trope where it's, like, him and Elena, and they're hanging out in Bora Bora in swimsuits, and, like, Samuel L. Jackson's like, I got another mission for you, and they're like, nah, and then they, like, jump in the water. And yeah, that's the end. That's it. Yeah, so so <laughs> the, whole, the whole Ahab, like, I... So the virus doesn't work in deep water, so let's put it on a submarine. <laughs> I didn't even think about yeah. that. Um, you know, we, okay, we track the submarine down. It's in the middle of the ocean because if it's going to get from, like, London to New York, it's going to have to travel across the ocean in deep water. They could have just shot it on its way. Well, yeah, but it would have taken out, like, six European cities before that. It's Europe. Who cares? <laughs> oh, gosh. We don't have any European listeners. They're fine. That's a lie. We actually have quite a few. <laughs> Sorry, Europe. Euro- European fans, I don't speak for LPJ. I love Europe. I'm glad that Ahab got taken down before any of this happened. Um, <laughs> speak to it as if it's a real event, if this is a historical movie. Um, I don't know. Uh, anything else? Uh, Vin Diesel doesn't have any tattoos in real life, so all the tattoos in this are fake. That kind of um, surprises me that he doesn't have any tattoos. It does surprise me a little bit. I kind of thought that that was uh, a little strange too. Yeah, I was I was shocked <laughs> oh. to hear that. Oh, do you want to talk about the one big uh, role reversal for this? <laughs> yes, I was getting to that. Okay, sorry. I'm always there's two. Your toes there's two role reversals. reversals. Oh, okay. The first one is this movie was originally offered to the first their first choice. Their first choice was Eric Bana. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird to me. Like he. I can't even imagine what this movie would have been with Eric Bana as I, a lead. I, I cannot either at all. Like, I don't understand. Like, did it still have all these, like, extreme sports elements in it when he was going to be in it? I don't know. I don't. I, I can't even fathom what it would be. Like, is it, it couldn't be this, you know? I think the most extreme we've seen him was when he got angry as the Hulk. <laughs> that, was, that was about <laughs> it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, the other one, uh, Ewan McGregor was their first choice for Yorkie. Oh. So, unsurprisingly, he turned the role down. <laughs> <laughs> man, too bad this movie. I want to see the Triple X with Eric Bana and Ewan McGregor in it. Oh, man. That, yeah. That would have been something. <laughs> it would have been something. It would have been a big year for Ewan McGregor with uh, Attack of the Clones coming out and this. And he really missed the boat. Yeah. Should have taken this one. Could've he should have taken it. 2002. He could have had a huge, a much bigger 2002. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, like, I don't, it, it's, it's going to be a short episode. There's, for whatever reason, not a lot to talk about with this ep, with this show, with this movie. You know, no, I mean, it just happens sometimes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like we're trying to stall and, uh, and, and, and drag this out, give people their money's worth. But there's well, really not a, free, a ton. It's a very it simple a, plot, and it's a very it's a free podcast. So money's worth is kind of not applicable. So. That's fair. That's true. You know what? Sometimes we need to break too. Yeah, it's true. Like, what what are we talking about? What are we at minutes wise here? Forty. Oh shoot, that is a little <laughs> short. 
I told you. Um, well, we can say uh, they they made um, so like we said they made two sequels. They made the the one that was Triple uh, X State of the Union. That's the one that stars Ice Cube, and that's the one where like Vin Diesel wouldn't come back because he like wanted too much money, I think, or something like that. So they're yeah. like, ah, whatever. So they brought in uh, Ice Cube. And I've they, never seen they that. killed him. They killed they killed off Vin Diesel. Oh, did they? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know how they brought him back in the third one i didn't see it yeah. but uh, but they killed well, him seen, off in the I, second one well i've seen the third one uh and i guess i don't i i, I don't remember specifically but uh yeah the second one i've never seen but it does star ice cube um i don't know i think it's on uh it is on hbo max because that's how i watch this one so i don't know maybe someday i'll take a flyer on it uh, probably won't uh, but i have seen triple x uh the return of xander cage uh, it's not great, but it does have like Donnie Yen in it, and I think Tony okay. Jaws in it, and oh, wow. um, uh, well, you know, wasn't terrible. And uh, and Ice Cube shows up in it, so it's like a merging of the Triple X uh, movies. He shows up as his character. I can't remember what his character is because I've never seen the second one. Fair enough. But if you if you've seen the second one, let us know how it is on the Discord. Give mm-hmm. us a shout out if you're a big State of the Union fan. I remember the soundtrack for this being pretty big. Um, there's a lot of Big act like Queens of the Stone Age, Drowning Pool, Hatebreed, Nelly, Little Wayne, Moby's on it. Um, I remember it being a big album. I mean, I didn't own it, but I remember it being very popular. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I mean, I, I could see <laughs> Romstein's that obviously on, on it. Oh, oh really, Romstein? I don't know if you. I don't know if you know this or not. They're in the movie. Well, it looked like uh, Rob Cohen actually directed a few Romstein videos. So there you go. He did. Yep. Um. um there is a lot that this movie, I don't know. Do you think it, so the, the Bond movie that came out was what, Die Another Day? No. Yes. Was it Die Another Day? Okay. Do you think this was a better Bond movie than Die Another Day was? Well, yeah, probably, because Die Another Day is freaking terrible. It's not great. <laughs> no, it's really not. Um, but I think that's one of those weird things where, you know, uh, there's a lot of movies that try to emulate Bond that end up doing a better job of it in this time frame. Up right up until you know, until they rebooted the the Bond series with um, Daniel Craig, I would say Bond was getting out bonded by stuff like this. Well, uh, all, speaking of that, one of the other movies from this year is um, Born Identity. Exactly, and we talked about that when we did that episode. Yeah, which is like another thing where it's like. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And like I said, I think my, my kind of like my thoughts on it in relation to a Bond movie and stuff are kind of are tied into all my like final thoughts on it. So, all right, well, tell you what. Like... Let's get to that then. Let's write this thing. <laughs> all right, give me your final thoughts. Go ahead, right away. Because, like, okay, so here's the thing about this movie. On one hand, it's very dated, as we discussed. It's very of its time. It's very early 2000s. And, and it, it reeks of that. Like, you can't watch it and be like, it, it just from the music and the extreme and everything is like, it's so dated. And it's kind of, some of it's kind of silly now. But on the other hand, it's taking it, like you said, it's kind of like we're playing with the James Bond genre. We're taking the piss out of James Bond a little bit. Like, you know, that opening scene is exactly like, 
ha this is James Bond. And he like, I kind of like all the little tweaks on like the James Bond formula. You know, it's like, oh, they have a Q and he has gadgets. And I don't know, like, it's kind of like a weird extreme James Bond. I kind of like it. So that's where I'm like torn on this movie because yes, it is kind of dumb and it's very of its time. And you watch it now and you're like, what is going on? But I kind of like it as like a alternate take on like James Bond and like kind of like poking fun, but also like, paying homage kind of to a lot of all the James Bond tropes. So like that's, I, I'm really like watching the movie today or finishing it today. I was very torn about where I fall with this movie. Cause I don't think it's a great movie, but I kind of didn't hate it. <laughs> so I think I am going to go <laughs> controversially with three machine guns for triple X. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's weird to say, like, I, I had only seen this movie fully start to finish the one time in the theater. And then I watched bits and pieces of it when I was on TV. Um, and then obviously now for the podcast, watch it all the way through. And yeah, I was never bored at any point. Um, it you're right it's it's a weird it, i mean it it's a movie that wanted to be an extreme american version of james bond and was like it yeah set out to do it did exactly what it set out to do um it is dated it is very much of man it is so 2002 like <laughs> it, it really is there is i cannot you could encapsulate 2002 and in a pill and swallow it and you'd shit out this movie. Like <laughs> that's, that's what this is. This movie is 2002. Um, it's everything that was kind of extreme and popular thrown into a James Bond movie. Um, but I, you know, but like Vin Diesel essentially is playing Dominic Toretto, just like, a happier, more fun Dominic Toretto, you know? And and that's the thing. And that's what I'm kind of thinking too. Cause like, and and not to step on what you're about to say, but like, say what you want about Vin Diesel. Like he's not going to be winning Academy Awards, but I feel like he's good in this movie. Like you get him in the right, like a fast and furious movie or this, like I like his performance in this movie. Yeah. He, he, what he does, he does well. Like even in a movie like, um, like pitch black, he's really good in pitch black. He's good in, you know, granted the movies aren't, the Riddick movies are not the best, but he's good as that character. Like whatever character he plays, he's really good at. Like he really kind of throws his all, like Root, for for example. He's, yeah. he's got one line, but he makes it work. Like you, he makes Groot work. Um Iron Giant. He's the voice of the Iron Giant. He really gives soul to the Iron Giant. So whatever it is he does, as limited as it may or may not be, he does it really, really well. So yeah. I can't fault him for that. <clears throat> he's really good in. He's really good in Saving Private Ryan. Also, um, oh, that's true. I always forget that he was in that. Yeah, he's great in that. Um, so I, I can't fault him for this. And I don't know that I'm really faulting anything. Uh, I, I thought. Um, Martin Saucus is a great villain. I thought he was really good. He wasn't over the top in a comical way. He was over the top in a good villain kind of way. 
Um, His henchmen, of course, were silly and dopey, but (laughs) I think that's how they were written. That's they're supposed to be fanboys of Xander Cage. Uh, So I think things really work for this, but you got to take it with a grain of salt because it is very dated. Um, So I think you're right. I think three is kind of the perfect sweet spot rating for this, at least for people of our age. Like if I were to sit down and like, if my brother were to watch this movie, my brother's brother's eight years younger than me. If he were to sit down and watch this movie, I don't think he would enjoy it at all. Or at least not, not in the way that I enjoy it. You might enjoy it. Chops. Chops. We know you listen to the podcast every episode. So we challenge you to watch triple X. Watch triple X. Join the discord. Actually get on the discord and chat with your fans. Because, you know, you've been neglecting them, Chops. You're really kind of a you're really kind of a lout. And 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 and, and we wish you'd we wish you'd talk more. I, I, I love how somehow a uh, segment of this podcast has just become like calling out members of the Legend of Retro. I know. A a podcast that's been done for almost a year now. It's hey, it's a new segment. Let us know what you guys think about it in the Discord. Do you like it? Should we keep it up or should we now give them a break? No, we're gonna keep it up. <laughs> Enough chops. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, I, three machine guns. Um, I enjoy this movie. I think people should watch it. But keep in mind, you know, you're yeah. gonna get a you're what? gonna you're gonna get a heaping dose of 2002. Yeah, it's true. I I agree. Definitely watch <laughs> it if you haven't seen it. But no, going into it that it's. Not a timeless classic no. because it is very rooted in the year, the the time that it was made. Oh, but you know what is timeless? What? Those sweet, sweet coats. <laughs> Man, his coat. That coat actually uh, reappears in uh, the Return of Xander Cage. How like, could it not? Like, because like I feel like that there, and I haven't. I I saw that a while ago, but I feel like there's literally a scene where he goes somewhere just to get the coat back. <laughs> I'm fair. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was watching the credits. I'm pretty sure the coat's credited. <laughs> that coat is its own character. Yeah. Well. All right. Well. Yeah. See it. All right. That's it. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So I, I haven't seen any of the sequels. I kind of want to go back now and watch them, um, just to sort of see where the where it goes, because you know I imagine it. You said the third one's not very good. No, I, I mean it's. I think it's. Uh, I enjoyed it in the same way that I enjoy this one. Like it's oh, okay. dumb, but I, I I enjoyed watching it for what it is. All right, maybe I'll go and watch it. It's not like it's going to cost me any money. So, well, I think the uh, the Return of Xander Cage I saw is on Peacock right now. Yeah, and the second one uh, is on HBO Max. So I, maybe I'll watch the second one because I haven't seen that one. We should have covered it on the year of the sequel, but we, we should have, but we didn't. So you know, hindsight. Um, yeah. Speaking of hindsight, if you haven't gone to GameZillaMedia.com and checked out our Discord, you're you're really missing out. You could help us badmouth chops, which we enjoy doing. You could talk about whether or not you loved movies like this that are very rooted in their era. Um, you can chat with us really about anything. Uh, we're, yeah, we're happy to chat. Right. Or throw throw out a movie that you or think we should cover. That's how we ended up talking about this movie. Is somebody on the Discord is like, "Hey, you guys ever going to cover Triple X?" And we're like, "Yeah, I guess <laughs> we, we did. I guess we are." 
Yeah, and it was a fast turnaround. So, like, if there's something we haven't covered, you know, we can't promise that we're going to maybe get to it as quick as this, but you never know. Sometimes yeah. we have trouble thinking of movies at this point. So, and every once in a while, like, that's what happened with this one was like he mentioned it in the Discord, and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do Triple X. So, it just kind of struck me, which is why I picked yeah. it. Yeah. So, like I said, to throw someone out there, if there's something you think we should cover and, you know, we're always open for suggestions. I feel like there's a decent amount of movies we've covered have been ones that people told us we should do. And, sure. you know, so. Yep. Get on that Discord. Get on Discord. Get on uh, Facebook, on Instagram. We're on Instagram every week. And uh, Twitter, which we very rarely check, but we have it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, communicate with us any way you like and we'll get back to you when we can. Um. Yeah, and check out everything on GameZillaMedia.com. Uh, you can go to the the webpage. You can go to uh, anywhere where where podcasts are available. We are available. We are on those podcasts, uh, on the <laughs> podcast networks. Wow, it's late. It's late. My stretching skills are poor. My throat's a little sore. I got a little congestion. I can kind of feel it right now. We've got to be over 50 minutes at this point. We are, but just barely. Um, just barely. <laughs> sometimes, they're, sometimes they're short. Sometimes they're short. Folks, this is a discount discount episode. Um, all right, we good? Yeah, you're the one that thinks we need to stretch it out more. I think it's fine. Are you sure? You don't feel yeah, bad? I'm sure. You're not going to go to sleep and feel guilty? What would I feel guilty about? About cheating our fans. Of- Content is About content cheating our fans like those bastards on Legend of Retro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is good content. Sometimes the episodes are long. Sometimes they're a little bit shorter. I mean, like, I feel like it's just a, a, a function of the show when it's just me and you talking about it. We don't have guests or Sphinx here. Like, they kind of are a little bit shorter, but that's just how it is. Okay, I feel better now. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Again, you know, like I, you know, I think our fans, as long as we put out a good episode and we have, you know, they're going to enjoy it. So don't right. let us know if you don't enjoy it on the Discord. Yeah, don't we don't want to hear it. We don't really care. <laughs> Just tell us how good we are. That's all we want to hear about. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But will be longer, longer. Stretch it out. Back. You should have taken. You should have taken a deeper breath. I didn't even do the art. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>